I was like, oh my God, there are people out there who really like to talk about, you know, Real Housewives. So yeah, I with that, because I feel that you have to do something that makes you happy. Getting your channel to be monetized is one of the hardest things that you do, you know. So that first chunk of your career, seven, eight videos a day. It's April Fool's Day and your girl already got played like a dumb bitch because I am. But today's episode is going to be so great because I have the real Andy of Beverly Hills as my special guest today. That's right. We're going to recap New Jersey, Orange County, and dip our toe into Below Deck Down Under with Captain Jason. The Real Housewives of Atlanta and the Real Housewives of Dubai trailers have dropped this week. So that's really exciting. And I hope that I can somehow stream that to you guys um, and do like a watch party. Or maybe I can do it with my guests today. So before we get into all that with Andy, I'm going to give a brief recap of everything else going on in this past week. So for me, I started this week watching Candy and the Gang. Make sure to check out my last episode with Brian Redman from the cast. Um, I don't have that much to touch on for today because I don't think enough people are, are even watching to care what I'm saying, really. But I am insisting that you make sure you do not sleep on Candy and the Gang. I am loving that they're giving old VPR days where they're in their apartments, just like us everyday people. And I truly believe this show is going to be successful. And whether the show is successful or not, I think the people who are on the show are are going to be successful and we're going to see big things from them. So make sure you check it out. It's on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, During Candy and the Gang, the Oscars were on. And I, to be honest, I watched a little bit of the red carpet, but I did not watch the Oscar. So I didn't even know about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock until Monday morning. And I am still in shock. I mean, today's Friday. It happened Sunday. I just saw it on Monday morning. I'm still in shock about it. And there's more things that are coming out too. That, I mean, there's a video of Jada laughing after will slapped Chris which I don't know if that means anything because I always laugh when I'm nervous it's like a nervous habit that I have it's a problem that I'm working on but um what else uh the I heard that Will was asked to leave and he refused but then I think someone from Will's team or whatever somebody said that that is not true they never asked him to leave so that's very interesting if that is the case like that's basically accusations that the academy is lying um so the good news about that is 
I am recording with Alex Carabano today, who is a stand-up comedian and restaurateur in New York City. He's been featured on HBO Latino. I've known him since I was in high school. So I basically forced him to schedule this recording with me today because I just wanted to get his thoughts as a stand-up comedian. You know, what what does he think about this whole Will and Chris thing? I mean, it's wild to me, but anyways, make sure you keep an eye out for that episode to come in the near future. Um, so speaking of stand-up comedy, I missed Below Deck Sailing Yacht and Summer House. Um, I missed live tweeting Below Deck Sailing Yacht and Summer House because I had tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco. Um, if you don't know who he is, I highly recommend you Google him and you watch all of his Netflix specials, all of his stand-up, whatever you can find. He is so funny and he's a really successful comedian. And I just, I love comedy. I love comedians. The whole reason, well, <clears throat> one of the contributing reasons to me even being here doing this podcast has to do with comedy. Um, well, unlike Ariana from Vanderpump Rules, I do not take comedy that seriously, but I kind of do. Like, it is a, it's a legit career and it's a form of entertainment. It's an art. I 100%, I think I spend more money on comedians than I do on any like music concerts. So anyways, um, I went to go see Sebastian and he was so funny. We were supposed to actually go see him New Year's Eve. And because of Omicron, they rescheduled to Monday in March, a Monday in March, like how lame is that? But um, I wasn't sure if Sebastian was going to even touch on the whole Chris and Will thing because it just happened the night before. Um, but he did at one point, someone said, or someone walked by the stage and he stopped what he was doing. And he was like, he paused for a second and goes, okay, I just... I am a little, I, I don't know if he said traumatized, but he was like, I just, I'm worried someone's going to come and attack me. And he's like one of these very uh, physical type of comedians. Think like Jim Carrey, except not as physical as Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was like the craziest stuff and I love him for it. But anyways, so he just kind of carried on after that. It was a great show. He always makes me laugh. So that was really nice to watch um, until we get to the parking lot. And that's when I suddenly started projectile vomiting. And our entire family pretty much has been sick all week. So I did not live tweet um, because of that this week. But I still managed to watch all of this week's shows because... I am a champion. I did it. So on Below Deck Sailing Yacht this week, the whole show starts off, or the whole episode starts off with the ship basically running into the ground because Tom didn't wake anyone up when the wind started blowing um, or the wind speed was increasing. And... 
I don't know. This cast is just a mess and I love it. Um, there's like boatmances going on left and right. I would say that's probably the biggest thing that's going on. And them also like, you know, messing up royally by running into the ground. Um, but it was super awkward when Ashley started when they after they went out, they're drinking, they're in the hot tub. Ashley was like flirting with Gary after she had slept with Tom in the previous episode. So Tom was just saying, like, he was just so upset, he could not handle it. He told Ashley she's embarrassing, she's a piece of shit called her a sket. I don't even know what a sket is. Does anyone know what a sket is? Um, and he dumped tequila all over Ashley's head, which brought me back to Tom and Katie from Vanderpump Rules. So that was wild. But I do have to say, I, I like Tom still. I think he's, even though he's kind of wild he is so relatable like he was so bummed about Ashley he went into the galley and started eating Reese's pieces um like who hasn't been there I feel bad for him yeah so we'll see I don't know Tom messed up pretty big time so Captain Glenn's not too big of a fan of his but uh we'll see if he makes the cut or not and then that brings us to Summer House. Summer House. Dun, dun, dun. They're like, Hurricane Henry's coming. Hurricane. Wah. Wah. Hurricane. So um, the episode starts out with Lindsay hooking up with Luciano, the guy who she randomly brought home. Um, wasn't loving that Paige was like slut dreaming, Lindsay. But um, we'll get to that. Austin, of course, is still gross. I do kind of feel bad for Sierra because unfortunately, as much as we like, we all tell her how messed up he is. I think it's kind of a lesson that some people just need to go through. And I'm guilty. Sorry, I've gone through it. Um, Kyle and Amanda, they talked about a prenup and I actually thought they handled that really well. It was like, okay, we're going to follow up. Like they, I think they do have potential to be a good couple. And I think everyone who's like, oh my gosh, they shouldn't get married. Like it's not that simple <laughs> when it comes to marriage, at least in my opinion. So I'll just leave it at that. We'll see what happens with them. Um, Maya goes out on a date and I totally felt like she was super relatable in that moment, but, um, I just feel like Maya thinks too much and maybe she should like smoke or something. I don't know. Um, but good for her that she went out. She didn't cancel. I love that for her. And I like that she liked him. So awesome. Sierra, Paige, and Amanda, they wind up hanging out and Sierra's really upset about Austin still. She's like crying. Amanda was like, I don't even blame Lindsay. And I'm kind of with Amanda. I don't understand why 
page is like so anti Lindsay in this moment. Like, yeah, I feel bad for Sierra, but I wouldn't really be, I would be bummed at Lindsay and I'd probably be like, I don't feel close to her, but I don't know if I would just go off on her because they're not like, it's not like Paige. It's, it's not like Paige was hooking up with Austin. That would be messed up because that's her really good friend. But what does Lindsay really owe Sierra? And yeah, you could say that what Sierra's whole reasoning for why it was obvious that Lindsay purposely did whatever to hurt Sierra, like just to get to that logic, there were so many layers that Sierra dug into that it was almost like, okay, this has gone too far. And like, maybe your emotions need to get checked a little bit. But I mean, again, I feel bad for Sierra too. However, I was not okay with how it ended. Um, Sierra, Sierra assaulted Danielle. That was not cool. But I hope she apologizes. Um, I hope things work out. I don't even want to talk about Craig and Paige. I just, the reality is pod um, posted their hot takes on Paige and Craig. And I 100% agree. So go check out their Instagram page and their podcast, because I totally agree with what they said about Paige and Craig. See, I want to say Pedge because of Craig, like Pedge. It sounds kind of like pegging. And it's just like, anyways, uh, what else? So yeah, the whole, okay. And one thing I do want to say about Paige and Craig is that the way Paige hates Lindsay is giving me Craig hating Madison vibes, which was insane to me. I mean, that was insane when I watched that go down last season. Like I'm team Madison, sorry. Um, Andrea is just so, so sweet. I love him to pieces. I ride or die for Andrea. And it breaks my heart that he was so upset, but I ride or die for Andrea. And it was breaking my heart that he was crying. He's just such a beautiful person inside and out. And I'm so happy for him that he is now with Lexi and they work through whatever they work through. And uh, he talked about it on the episode that I recorded with him. So check out the links in my description if you want to go check that out. In other Bravo news, the Vanderpump Rules girls, Lala and Raquel came up with a new Bambi-eyed bitch palette. <laughs> Bambi-eyed bitch. Bambi-eyed bitch. Bambi-eyed bitch. The, I mean, I, <laughs> I remember when Lala said that to her and I was just like, that was actually pretty good. Um, but I talk about Bambi I bitch with one of my other guests in an upcoming episode that I'm having. And we talk about 
Raquel and James, their relationship, James's struggle with alcohol and weed. And my guest, Scott Graham, he's a licensed substance abuse counselor. And he also wrote a book on determining marijuana use in the age of legalization. But before I bring on my guest, I want to just share this fun video that surfaced this week. It is Jen Shaw at a Lotto concert. I didn't even know who Lotto was. But here's a little treat for you. Andy from the real Andy of Beverly Hills. Hi, everyone. Thank you, thank you for being here. Um, so you have the handle at real Andy BH on all social media, pretty much. Um, but you have your biggest presence as a YouTuber with over 23,000 subscribers, almost at 24. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what I love about your channel is that you give multiple quick updates almost daily and you know like with my ADHD I it's hard for me to focus so <laughs> quick things are are great for me but can you tell us about how you got started well I mean look at the beginning this July is going to be two years that I'm started doing this channel and I never really was like, oh my God, I want to be a YouTuber, you know, like I'm, I, this is what I want to do with my life. I actually was working in hospitality and I have been working in hospitality for a very long time. Um, so I was like doing that. And then one day uh, I just was like, I don't have anyone to talk about Bravo or Housewife except my husband, but he doesn't even have the same passion as I do. You know, like he watched, yeah. you know, but like, and we can like talk, but yeah. it wasn't like, you know, like passionate, you know, like, like sometimes you get like, oh my God, we need yeah. to talk about this, you know? Yes. And not my friend, not any of my friends, not any of my family, like no yeah. one watched Bravo. And I was yep. like, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try to create this. And initially I was just going to do like recaps, you know, from episodes. Mm -hmm. And I remember vividly, uh, we were going through, uh, Real Houses of Beverly Hills when Brandy uh, does the whole thing with Denise Richards, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, <laughs> that season before Brandy came, it was super boring. So yeah. I, I haven't even like really watched that, that season yet. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch the first episode. Just do like a, a random reaction, you know, yeah. like whatever. And like a couple of days, I did that. And I posted and a couple of days later, Brandy came, you know, and, and dropped the bomb, you know, and the whole thing. And I was like, oh, my God, no, I need to. You start mean talking at about Teddy's, Teddy's baby shower? Uh, I, when she no, came in and was like, I. Wait. <laughs> I don't remember. No, I, 
I think it was when when they were packing to go to Italy that randomly, you know, Kim Richards was like, oh, my God, I was right here on the corner with Brandy. And I just want to say to come to say hi. And it was like Kyle making her bags or like packing or something. I'm like, oh, "Oh, I have this piece of information. I do remember. (laughs) Yeah, because they weren't in the show. Okay, yes. This is two years ago. This is like a recent. That's when I first started watching is that season because I didn't watch any of the older Beverly Hills. But I do remember, yeah, I was like, that's interesting that they have um, Brandy Glanville, Glanville on with the mic and everything. And, <laughs> yeah. so, okay. and people were like, okay, what is going on here? That's like super fake. So I started like doing that and I did that reaction. And then it kind of like started going from there. You know, I wasn't yeah. like very into the tea because I was just mm-hmm. like a viewer before. Yeah. But I did knew some people who were actually working at Bravo with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and because it was my favorite franchise I kind of like knew some stuff but it wasn't like like big you know like I like it it was intriguing to me because I was a fan but I wasn't like into the tea you know right 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 and then I started watching uh other channels like um Cheryl's World and then eventually App and Adam and I was like, oh my God, there are people out there who really like to talk about, <laughs> you know, Real Housewives. So yeah, I yeah. kind of like start going over there. And then once you start doing something uh, on this, just reactions or whatever, kind of like the tea start like coming to you, you know? Yeah, it's so weird. You start, like, yeah, so people- you don't even start, ask like, for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like people start like sending you messages, you know, sending you all these receipts. You don't know if it's true, if it's not true. You have to like really look into it. Yeah. And then, you know, housewives start talking to you, like people from production start talking to you, and you're like, oh my God, what is going on? So, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is yeah. so wild. And so, did you even know that it was this intense before you started, or is just no you got into you're like wow okay no like um I remember because my thing was like I remember watching Orange County like from the beginning like 16 years ago Mm -hmm. back I come from Colombia so back in Colombia they in like a random channel you know um so I remember watching that like randomly you know and Mm -hmm. and I of course I never follow it because it wasn't like a thing over there right uh, and then I started watching Burberry Hills, like once I met uh, my husband, you know, because he was a big fan of Atlanta, but I, I couldn't get into Atlanta immediately because my English wasn't that good. And they talk so fast that I couldn't like really understand what they're saying. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I can, I can watch this, you know, but he loved Atlanta. He's American. So he loves Atlanta, you know, and he laughed and everything. I was like, yeah, I don't get it. But, you know, like, <laughs> I don't understand. And then he was like, why don't you start watching Beverly Hills? And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's start watching Beverly Hills. And then, you know, kind of like progress. Uh, but yeah, I, I, and then I was just a viewer, you know? So you, you get, you know, some things, you get passionate about some things. Maybe you hear something here and there, but I never really follow like, you know, the big, you know, T accounts or yeah. like the whole thing until I start doing YouTube and then I saw these people, you know, to me initially it was just going to be to talk about housewives and find people <laughs> out there who talk about housewives. Yeah. And then, like I told you, like the, people start sending you all these things. And I know. Like, Where do you see your account, your channel and yourself in a few years from now, now that you've like, because you, when you started, you had a different job, right? And now this is like your full-time job. Yeah. Is that correct? 
yeah that's amazing um, by the way thank you yeah i i was doing uh well i was in the hotel first mm-hmm. and um then pandemic hit you know and then i started doing like uber uber eats you know like delivering food or anything mm-hmm. because i was mm-hmm. like everything was closed so the yeah. restaurants were like popping on delivering yeah. and it was honestly like the only job that you could like get out there you know mm-hmm. um so i started like doing that and i'm, I'm filming from my car those, those are like my first videos from people who follow me i just put my cam- my phone on the car and i just mm-hmm. start filming there you know while i was driving while i was doing my things and just like doing that and then kind of like you know start like getting bigger and bigger and then oh my god i love that <laughs> yeah people love it i actually gonna start um like today are my last videos here from like my setup because i'm gonna start doing something um for something else that is coming in the future so the next month i'm gonna be filming also only for my car oh. uh, the April. so um but anyway so yeah start kind of like this and then you start like kind of like changing a little bit and then because for example some people like more like a professional setup you know yeah Mm -hmm. and then when I move here a lot of people are like we miss the car we miss the car when I come (laughs) back you know and I was like I don't know I mean it's just kind of like the way it goes um interesting yeah and then but you know what I'm I'm I don't know if this is like the Gemini on me or something but I Mm. I like change you know I'm not yeah. into, like, doing the same thing all the time same so yeah. I mean I'm not a Gemini but I totally I agree yeah. you know like 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 I can do something for so long but then it kind of like gets boring for me right yeah you want to keep it like new and challenge yourself and know, try uh, new things and be exactly. around new people and yeah I totally get that so the thing is that that's why eventually I created my second YouTube channel um which is more like a blog style channel you know and I do like travel blogs and I do um story time sometimes you know but it's more like travel Mm -hmm. blogs because I like to travel Mm -hmm. and and go to different places so it's interesting because t-wise sometimes sometimes it can be overwhelming you know yeah because my thing is like I I like to keep things real you know and sometimes I am not very politically correct I don't know if it's because (laughs) I'm Latino and I'm from Colombia and like we just say stuff over there and we don't really care about like you know (laughs) other people but I don't so if if I create this channel it's because I have opinions I want to give my you know and sometimes people just want to report you know yeah and I'm constantly saying like bitch this is not CNN okay (laughs) (laughs) I know this is not (laughs) the news yeah I totally agree with you because they can find out that information anywhere else. And like yeah. the point of having our channels is really to, to have our point of view. I exactly. totally agree with you. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, go to the point. Like you are talking too much. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't know. Then go somewhere else. Like <laughs> you can say you can go to Instagram and find the exact news everywhere from every yeah. single uh, person. Yeah, I just, that's where I find my news is Instagram. I just scroll yeah. and literally I don't go anywhere else really and so I know like the tea that's going on but I don't really report on it I just talk about it it becomes like I tell you like it becomes sometimes a lot because if you want to give your opinion you know you are gonna rub certain people's feathers you know and certain people get very passionate 
you know, like they will send you text comments like this, you know, and they're like, oh, why are you saying this? Why are you doing this? Blah, 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 blah. You know, so you have to like strongly like being like very mentally strong sometimes or like, yeah, I don't delete comments. I'm like, you know, in my channel, it's like open communication. And I and I say constantly, you don't have to agree with me, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Like if you like Lisa Rena, if you like uh, Kelly Dot, if you like whatever person out there, that's your problem. I'm not gonna lose sleep because <laughs> you like, you know, Kelly Dot. Your problem. Like, yeah, <laughs> but some people are like very intense, and that's one of yeah. the things I kind of like struggles sometimes is when it gets very negative. You know, like yeah, very uh, come after you, and so sometimes I'm like, I want I want this channel to grow. Mm -hmm. you know and to be bigger to create a community and to like have all these things but I also like to do what I really enjoy which is like for example travel you know and yeah. go to places mm -hmm. so like in my other channel I, it's very small I, I, I haven't even hit uh, 1k you know yeah. and uh, because I, I'm I not I follow your other channel but you don't have as many videos there, right? Exactly. No, and yeah. I, it's not like I'm like putting like all my effort in that because yeah. it's more like an escape, you know? Yeah. More mm -hmm. like when I want to go live and do a Q&A, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. So like people who really want to get to connect with me, then they go to the channel. If you want to get yeah. the tea, I mean, I'm, I'm still going to be doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> plus the other one is the monetize. So that's the one who brings the coins, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh but I I'm hoping, yeah i mean i'm hoping to get big but i'm hoping at some point i could be doing more of my other things you know because yeah. i really enjoy that a lot but it, yeah i totally get it and i that's kind of the direction or like kind of the path that i see for myself too you know like bravo and blaze is kind of my starting point in you know the Bravo community and getting to know people and then from there I have my Jenny Blaze 420 which is where I plan to focus more on my cannabis advocacy you know being a mother and you know just all those different things that because you know we're we have different layers it's yeah. not just one thing with us so I totally get that and I think it's smart to do that I think it's not only smart you know, career-wise and like long-term, you know, passive income type of mentality, <laughs> entrepreneur mentality, yeah. but also um, health-wise, like for our own emotional, mental wellness, you know, like yeah. it's, we crave, you know, the things that we care about. And if we don't have, if, we're, if that part is not being fulfilled, then like, what are we living for? You know what I mean? Exactly. So I totally understand what you're saying. And I, I think that's I'm, great. I agree with that because I feel that you have to do something that makes you happy. You yes. Know? And mm -hmm. I, I spent a long time of my life doing things that didn't make me happy. That Same. I, I did because I have to do it, you know, like, yes, I, I was know. what I was supposed to do, you know, and then yep. I was like, is this how I'm going to live the rest of my life? You know, like yes. I went to woke up and, and like, at least have a smile, at least be happy and not being like, oh, I have to do this shit over again, you know? Yeah. So With this it, stuff, it's exciting. Like, I don't feel like, oh my God, I, it's not like, oh, I have to do this. It's more like, oh my God, I got to do this. But like, I, because I want to, no one's really making me do it except yeah. for me. So um, it's a different kind of feeling and it's uh, energizing Yeah, for me, at least. I, no, yeah. I love it. 100% and it's constantly changing you know yeah. it's never all about the same yeah. 
there are so many franchises and so many shows that, you know, it's so many things always happening. So I really, really enjoy doing this right now. Yes, I love it. Do you have any advice for newbies, people who want to start, maybe people who are listening right now who, who feel inspired by you and your story? Uh, look, the number one thing that I always say is consistency. Yes. Is the consistency, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> consistency, you know, getting your channel to be monetized mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things that you do, you know, so that first chunk of your career, I remember doing seven, eight videos a day, you know, <laughs> and just putting it out there, putting it out there. And I didn't care about the views. It couldn't get 20 yeah. views. It couldn't get mm-hmm. a thousand views. I didn't care. It was just about posting, 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 yep. because to get monetized, you have to get one, 1,000 subscribers mm-hmm. and 4,000 hours of view uh, time or something like that, you know? Yeah. And that's a lot. That's hard, you know? Yeah. But then once you start getting monetized and you start getting to see your first like pennies, you know, accumulate, mm-hmm. it gets a little bit more exciting. But a lot of people, they want to like upload a video and then that's it. You know, They're I'm, I'm going to yeah. go viral. I'm going to go. And it doesn't work like that on YouTube. Yeah. Like, uh, the algorithm and everything is made for to make you work. Yeah. You know? So if you really like go for it and keep just posting, 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 you know, and um, organize yourself, organize your time. Or yeah. I always say like, at least, I mean, I know I did a lot because I kind of like had the time to do it at the moment, mm-hmm. but if you don't have the time, at least try to post one or two videos a day yeah. when you're starting, you know, yep. and kind of like get it from there. And yeah. another thing that really worked for me was cross-promoting. So I, from the beginning, create my Instagram, my TikTok, my Twitter, my Facebook, mm-hmm. everything. And it was yeah. just all about cross-promoting yep. to people to my channel. Like reusing your content, right? But yeah. just catering it for each platform. Uh-huh. Much. Yeah, yep. exactly. That's what I've been trying to do. I mean, I, I obviously, I mean, if I had all the time in the world, I would love to come up with creative and original things all day, every day. But unfortunately, I only have one day a week to do this yeah. stuff. So I took your advice and I've been just trying to stay consistent. I, I've given myself goals. I try to do like two. Well, for my first season, I did one episode a week. Now I've upgraded to video for my second season. And my goal is two videos a week. So that's, that's amazing. And you know what, at the beginning, it's hard. (laughs) It's a lot of work, but also, well, if it works for you, like, for example, at the beginning, when you are not monetized, Mm -hmm. the the length of the videos doesn't really matter yeah so that's why the first videos you can do four minute videos or five minute videos you know even three Mm -hmm. minute videos if you want to Mm -hmm. and it's just the the amount of videos that you post kind of like activate that algorithm from youtube yeah and start seeing start saying like oh this uh, this is a serious person who is constantly posting yeah you might do something with that after you get monetized, then yes, your videos need to be at least eight minutes long. Uh, but that's like when you get to that to that point. Yeah, awesome. Well, I want to make sure that we have time to talk about some shows from this week. Yeah, I did not fully watch the Dubai trailer, so I don't know if we can talk about that one. But did you watch it? I mean, I don't, I, I saw like the opening, but I, 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 it's like a full trailer. I don't know. I didn't want, I wanted to wait because I wanted to do like a reaction video. 
I, I only saw like the, you know, like the, it was a little clip of the ladies kind of like walking on the desert and just yeah. like picking sand. Yeah, maybe it was just a little preview. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch and it. And they yeah. say it's coming on June 1st. The actual June. premiere or? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait for that one. Did you watch Ladies of London? Uh, no, I didn't. But like everyone oh, is love it. Everyone it was so it. good. I watched it when it was actually airing and like, I, I want to go back and watch it again because Caroline Stanberry was, she's just so perfect for Housewives. I'm looking forward to Dubai. I think it's going to be great. Well, people are, that's, people are telling me that like crazy, like Caroline is amazing. Like you need to like, you're going to love her, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. I'm getting like chills thinking about it. (laughs) But I also think like, because I didn't watch Ladies of London, then I'm going to have like a complete open mind to see yeah it'll be interesting yeah Yeah, to see your perception versus like people who know her from I mean I think there were like I want to say there were maybe three two or three seasons of ladies of one yeah yeah so yeah yeah, so she already has you know like people who are her fans and they're Uh gonna come in you know like this is my yeah yeah, this is my caroline like don't mess with her so there that is an interesting take i think on a new franchise that we haven't really i'm not sure if we've seen that before have we i mean no and the fact that uh they're going international and to like a place like dubai which has all these like crazy rules and like a whole different culture over there yeah i think that's gonna be interesting for a lot of americans to watch you know because i'm yeah a lot of people a lot of americans they think that whatever happens here is the same thing around the world you know yeah and is and it's not like that yeah no i'm looking forward to it i mean some of the things about just um homosexuality where they say like it's not allowed someone told me that i didn't know this until I heard yeah. that Dubai was coming out. I, that's how ignorant I am to the culture over there. And when they told me, I was like laughing so hard. I was like, stop, that doesn't even make sense. I go, <laughs> that doesn't compute in my brain because how the hell would anyone even know? They're going to like ask me at customs, like, oh, when's the last time you kissed a girl? Like, yeah. <laughs> how do they even? <laughs> like, It's crazy. It's so- it's, it's crazy. Really to me. I mean, and it's it's more like I was reading a little bit about that. It was like, um, like people know, like you know, you are around you, like oh, they know that that person is gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it, it's kind of fine, but if they caught you doing something, if you if you get caught like kissing uh, someone from your same sex or like holding hands or something like that, you can literally go to jail you know so so insane to me I cannot believe that I that's awful and I just hope that having this franchise can open up these conversations so that people are aware because I had no idea and that's this is going to be an interesting franchise and also the point of view of like like women also you know like there is a lot of laws for women. Yeah, they're not supposed to like show skin, right? Or like yeah. they can't wear certain things, certain which is interesting things. because if you follow Caroline Stanberry on Instagram, I don't know if she follows the rule. You know what? I don't know if this is going to be the case, but sometimes I feel that I don't know if if you have money, then you can do whatever you want, you know? Mm, and maybe. so I don't know if that's going to be the situation because of course, like I know like if you go as a tourist, 
you know, there are certain places that you can, for example, you know, have your long hair, you know, or like show yeah. skin, like if you are in, like inside like a mall or inside like, a, like more touristy places. Mm-hmm. But the culture itself, you know, it's completely different. Yeah. And they can like, like, you can be like walking through the street and then they throw a rock at you because you're showing your hair you know so but i don't know if, they, if it's that's the kind of thing that they're gonna try to like oh if you have money of course like any part in the world you can do whatever you want so wow this is gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting i'm i am excited you know i'm excited to I'm see excited how do this and yeah how it'll be interesting what about um did you watch the atlanta trailer girl yes oh my <laughs> god i mean <laughs> I, feel I was like- I was sick when I watched it, so I was just uh-huh. like I was barely like oh, and then I like <laughs> went back to bed. But what I do remember, I was like, this looks good. Like I remember seeing "She" by Sheree Joggers. I saw, <laughs> uh, did I see Apollo? Did Apollo, see- yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this guy doing? Here? Yeah. You see Kenya. What? What else? Kenya's like yelling something. Uh, like I think she's. Gonna I am have- the moment. Yeah, and then she's having like a physical altercation with someone. I think in Marlo, probably. Um, oh, Marlo man. is also gonna be fighting with Candy. Oh my god, Drew Sidora at the Drew. end. Yes, I was oh, gonna say Drew. The dog bone the in dog the dog bone. I'm barking, no. and I was like, stop, no. But you no, know, I, I'm glad <laughs> she's back for a second season. Yeah, Drew. yeah. Drew's funny with that wig last year. That was so weird. I was like, look, I I was I was very nervous when they let well, when uh Portia quit, you know, because Portia mm-hmm. is like a big personality, you know, and mm-hmm. she brought a lot to the show. I didn't even realize that she wasn't on the trailer, you know, like that's how yeah. much, how good I, it looked because I was like, then I realized, oh my god, Portia is not here. Oh, well, let's not talk about Cindy because I didn't even know, I didn't even remember that she used to be on the show. <laughs> so, and I I'm look, sorry, but Cynthia just she went out with like she was such a yeah. like Debbie Downer <laughs> towards the end. I'm like, I can't, yeah. I mean, look, I love Cynthia, yes. uh, yeah. and she was on the show for a very long time, but it was her time to go, yeah. Like, there was nothing so. else that she could like bring to uh this show, but the, the trailer itself, I mean, it was it looked good. And they yeah. need to look good because yeah, last yeah. season was, you know, a little bit shaky. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I, I'm very excited. I think they're gonna do a great job. I think Marlo is gonna bring the house down. You know, trying I love to Marlo. That bitch. Yeah, she is so. great, and she's always serving looks. I just love that. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to get into Jersey from this week, but before we get into that. I just want to give a shout out to the Real Housemates of New York and 40 Ever Young. They are both on Instagram. They're both podcasters and they were in the episode. They were at the baseball game. So if you go back and you look, you can see them there or go check check out their um, Instagram pages because they have little videos. Frank Catania was in one of them and he gave a shout out to 40 ever young. So I just, Oh my God, that is so as a fellow cool. fan, you know, I'm yeah. like, that must've been that's so the great dream. for them. Yeah. So <laughs> shout out to them and I'll, I'll make sure I uh, link dream. in my episode description, <laughs> but um, this episode this week, what did you think? We, it started off with um, continuing at the tree challenge where 
funny tree, Teresa, she is going off guns blazing. She called Marge trout mouth. She brought up the nanny thing with Tracy. What else did she say? She's calling out Melissa probably. I'm sure. I don't know what else happened, but it was wild. What do you okay. think? Girl, okay, let's talk about New Jersey. Um, so, Mike, my thing with New Jersey, I don't know if you if you saw, have been seeing this, but I call it right now one of the most toxic fandoms out there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah 100%. People go hard. Yeah. Like, either it's you're team Teresa or you're team Margaret. Like, you cannot yeah. be anywhere in the middle or they will destroy you. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> it makes it not that fun. Is it like that everywhere or just, I know, like, I, I do live tweeting, so I see the everything first on Twitter. Is it like mm -hmm. that? Yeah. On like, YouTube like and everything too? Everywhere, everywhere, especially. Mm -hmm. And uh, for some reason, it's very big with New Jersey. Like every time for the past like yes, three seasons, probably that with New Jersey, it has been. So the thing is like, Teresa. I have a theory about that, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I, my thing is like, I feel like Teresa, she has been collecting a lot of haters during time you know so she she is very loved by a lot of people and then mm -hmm. she's very hated by a lot of people yeah uh this season oh my god it's just insane i mean um okay I, i'm trying to like organize my thoughts on new jersey because there are so many I things know, happening so sorry I'm, get, I'm getting hot right now sorry. <laughs> don't worry it's getting shady in here just yeah <laughs> Well, okay, so one thing that came up. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I feel that I look, I love Teresa. I really think that she is great for reality TV. She knows how to do reality TV, right? Yeah, 100. And she she has a problem that she has had for many years. And her main problem is that she doesn't know how to read red flags at all. She doesn't understand the concept of a red flag. Uh, we have seen it over and over and over, not only with Louis, with, but with like other Danielle. people, Danielle, you know, like all of that. And, and then she, once she starts doing something, is like whatever she wants to do. And she closed completely to opinions from any other person. Mm -hmm. And then she feels like it's an attack. Okay. And I understand that she's trying to protect her love bubble, whatever, you know. <laughs> But, at some, but I do think that there is something wrong with this guy. You know, I believe in change. I believe in second chances. I believe that people can change and, you know, the whole thing. But you have to show that change. Yeah. And with Lewis, we have been seeing so many red flags. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the fact that she that he is going there saying that all her ex-girlfriends are the crazy ones, for example. Wait, you know that, when did he say that? What happened? Uh, when uh, when they were, did you remember the episode when Melissa started fighting with Jennifer? You know, like they got physical. Oh, stuff? at um down at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, um, they were asking Louis questions, you know, and yeah. he's saying like, "Oh, I don't know why I have to date with all of these crazy girls. They are like so thirsty." And and then he starts saying that one of them stabbed her ex husband or oh, something. Yeah. Like that. You know, so you already right there. To me, he is it's like deflecting, deflecting, and he's following a pattern with Teresa that I am very worried about. Uh -huh. Because 
if we have seen abusive people out there, we have seen these people following a pattern. You know, first they love you, they give you everything, they give you all the approval, the love, the, the love, love letters. The, yeah, yeah. Like, so you go crazy with them. And now we are on the next step, which it already happened. It, you, yeah. They usually isolate you from your friends and your family. And Teresa, it's right now not talking to almost anyone. Even Dolores is not talking with Teresa. Right now in real life or in on real the show? life? No, right now. Right now. Oh my they God. They haven't talked in months to the point that probably, I, I, I think that Dolores is not even going to be at the wedding. <gasps> you know? Oh, that is big. Yeah. That's so, big. You got the Especially with, with Dolores, <laughs> who has been like the best friend for like decades. You know, like yeah, since they were little. They have you know? pictures of them when they were like in their twenties, yeah. like Gia's age. So I'm thinking, like, why? Why does Teresa have that need to protect this guy so much? When they're, I mean, I'm not saying throw him away, but like investigate, ask questions. Yeah. You know? Especially because she has three little girls at her house yet, because Gia is already, you know, out yeah. of it. But she still have three young girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to live by example and that's the only part that worries me and i think i mean all of that we have, are seeing in new jersey is because of that she's being so aggressive to mm-hmm. all of the other ladies i'm not i'm not on team margaret either because mm-hmm. i think that yeah. the, the things that she's doing are very like messy you yeah. know i uh, didn't like what she did to jennifer yeah no at all like i think that was like- horrible yeah, I mean, my mother is Korean, like she's a Korean immigrant. So, and you're from Colombia, you know, when you have like traditional values that are not known in America and not everyone knows that. And so I do truly believe that Marge was not aware how bad this secret was for Jennifer's family because even like Bill feels shame, like the whole family is affected by it. And I don't think it would have been the same if it were, you know, like if, if she didn't have that, you know, Turkish traditional background, you know, it's part of her culture. And so that part is what kind of triggered me. I was like, yo, like, I understand she doesn't get it, but she also needs to recognize, okay, now you do know, which yeah. she did recognize. She was like, if I had known, I would not have. And so I am glad that they, you know, like made up or whatever, but. Well, look, my Ooh. thing also with Margaret is that she allegedly knew this secret for a very long time, right? Yeah. That's what she says. So why was she collecting this till the right moment? Just because she was holding a grudge and then was like, okay, now I'm going to be putting here in front of the camera. I mean, she knew what she was doing, of course you know yeah and and exposing over there and now we have a Jackie and the after show from this episode she went on and she says that she knows for sure that Margaret has dirt on every single one of them (laughs) so I'm thinking like why is she why is Margaret doing this why does she has the need to have something on any one of them. So, oh, no one can say anything about me. No one come after me. No one can say anything about my husband or my kids or my dog or whatever, you know, because I have all this information ready to, to attack, you know, it's kind of like, I think deep down Marge has shame over things in her life that are not her fault or 
you know, caused by her, but I think she does hold deep shame. And because of that, she does want ammo to hurt someone else if they do hurt her, because it's so easy to given, you know, like the thing with her kids, like, you know, the whole hit a nerve, like it's, (laughs) it's very true. And I think it applies a lot to Marge as well, because yeah. you remember with the ponytail thing with Danielle when she's made the, co- the she made like a body shaming comment that is what hit Marge's nerve, and then she went and got it fixed and got plastic surgery. So like to get rid of that, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I kind of sense that Marge is just very insecure, and like I think it's a way for her to have ammo in her pocket yeah yeah so i i'm i'm look on all of that even like on this episode or i think it was this one or the last one like jackie and dolores being like oh you don't want to have margaret uh mad at you you know yeah and i'm like so who is scared of who you know yeah margaret and jackie and melissa they're trying to like being like oh everyone is afraid of Teresa. no one says anything about Teresa. well it's the same thing with margaret you know what I mean? True. And at the end of the day, it comes to two is Margaret versus Teresa. It is mm-hmm. kind of. So question, you yeah. would you wear the leggings? Yeah, of course. 100%. I probably would have. Like, yeah. I, I, I was exactly going to say the same thing because it was so funny before Teresa arrives. They were like, I'm not wearing this, you know? And Dolores was like, oh, I mean, that was so tight. I think she's going to bring me some shorts, but like, whatever, I'm not going to wear that. And Melissa was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like, like, fuck her, whatever. As soon as Teresa came here, they were like running everywhere. I know. Like, we're the leggings for the league. I was like, I don't care. I just put them there. So, that <laughs> that's so power good. right there. Yeah, that's yeah, power. you can see it. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That is um, funny. That, that, yeah. That's exactly what happened. But I want to quickly go into um, Orange County. So one, okay, they're in Aspen. They went on a trip and Mm. they're in this amazing, amazing house. But I didn't even know, why are they even in Aspen? I totally missed that part. Do you know why they're in Aspen? It was just like a random trip, you know? They they cannot go international still. So Yeah, whose trip was it? Was it Heather's? Uh Is it Emily's? Because Emily was like, there's oxygen, there's, I don't know, IVs. I don't remember. I remember someone, I think it was Emily, who showed the house to someone. I'm pretty sure that was Emily, but it doesn't look like she's very proper. It looks like it's kind of like Heather, honestly. Like It does seem like a Heather trip, but like, I don't know if it is. But Um, look, finally, finally something is happening in Orange County. Yeah. And I don't know what's in the water in Aspen, but everything that went down in Beverly Hills was also in Aspen, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, something, I don't know if it's the altitude, the water, whatever, you know, but it's making everyone crazy. (laughs) I was going to say, do you think Noella broke Heather bro? Yeah, I mean, look. I I don't know. Have we seen Heather that flustered before? I think she wasn't expecting Anoela in the group I think you know Bravo did this like like oh my god Kelly Kelly, oh my god Heather Dubrow (laughs) is amazing you know she's gonna save it and I think honestly this is was 100% production I think they went to Heather and they were like you are the savior we need you come back we'll give you whatever you want and she was like okay I'm gonna be God in this you know I'm gonna like 
do yeah. the whole thing. They talk to all of the other ladies about, you know, uh, Heather Dubrow, like amazing, blah, blah, blah. But then someone was like, okay, we need someone else. And Noella, you know that she's a little bit thirsty, you know, and she wanted to be a housewife for a very long time. And I think, yeah. and this is just me, this is pure speculation. I think that someone came to Noella and was like, okay, if you want to go in, you have to go after Heather Dubrow. And she was like, okay, I'll do whatever I, I need to be done. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put that past her because that's like, she's just so every time her interactions with Heather are driving me, me nuts because I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? I still don't even really understand what they're fighting about in this episode. I probably, I should maybe like go back and rewatch, but it was so chaotic and I just couldn't understand what was going on. And I was so shocked to see Heather Dubrow be flustered. I'm like, did she get to her? I think she might have. And I think it's because of the secret of what really happened at that Heather Dubrow dinner. And what's interesting to me is that we know we heard the rumors since it was filmed. It happened since it filmed, like on on the on the T side of the of yeah. We mean how Heather um shot a cameraman yeah. against the wall. You know, we heard about that, and it, and it didn't came from Noella. We knew about it. We heard about it. And we talked about it a long time ago. Yeah, and no one kind of like really pay attention because the show wasn't out. No one knew who Noella was, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but you know, that's the rumor. That's the thing that Heather was very upset because it was the first filming. She thought that you know it was going to be perfect, and now she has to deal with all of this uh, BS at her party, you know. And she was yeah. She and has, the Nicole thing, that probably threw her off too in the beginning yeah. of the season. Like yeah. that to me was crazy, really crazy that she didn't know that she, Nicole sued her husband. That for, was so um, weird to me. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe that for a second. I mean, I think it was like so... So I, weird. I, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so my thing with Noella is do I think that Noella is a little bit thirsty and she needs to take it a couple notches down? Yes. Yeah. But sure. we need her to terrorize Heather Dubrow. Yeah, we because do. it's very interesting <laughs> to see someone not taking any of her bullshit. You know, someone yeah, being so like, weird. yeah, being like, I don't care about your money. I don't care about your husband. I don't care about your family. I don't care who you are. I don't care, you know, so because yeah. Heather... She wants people kissing her ass. She likes you know? a Gina. Like, she, yeah. Oh my exactly. gosh. Yeah, that's why, that's why that. Gina is her number one is because Gina, it's like, oh, please adopt me. I want to be a Dubro. Yeah, you know? I so, want to be a, I want them to adopt me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, look, as I, my thing is like, I feel that Heather is a great mom. Yeah. I think that she is a great businesswoman. And yeah. I think she is going to accomplish a lot. Yeah. But on Real Housewife, if you're going to come to Real Housewives to try to portray perfection is not going to work. Yeah. They're going to find something. Yeah. They're going to find a part. She wants everything to be like square, you yeah. know, like oh, Heather's closet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I'm enjoying, and look, I was saying like, finally something is happening because that trip to Cabo was boring AF. Yeah. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't good at all. I miss, I miss the old Mexico. I want my tres amigas. Like the only yeah. 
funny part was literally Shannon, Emily, and Noella getting drunk. Yeah. And they show like 15 seconds of it. I know. You know that was know. the only part. Like I, I dropped that video today. Kelly Dodd actually exposed Emily that she was actually lying with text messages. You know? Wait, what? Say this again. <laughs> so um, on the last episode, Emily goes on and says, uh, when they're fighting, you know, Noella goes, Emily, tell her we talk about this. You yeah. know about one went down with the cameraman. Yeah. And Emily immediately is like, what are you talking about? You're yeah. a liar. I never say anything. This is fake. No, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Well, Kelly Dodd yesterday, uh, I know she talks a lot of shit and I usually don't talk about Kelly yeah. Dodd. But this time she brought receipts and she brought the text messages between her and Emily, where Emily is telling her that day that it happened that Heather was screaming and, and pushing people and like doing the whole thing. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's oh, going to be juicy, you know? Um that's gonna be interesting to see how that is gonna like work out inside yeah everything. oh my um, gosh well i'm glad something's happening because it's been kind of dull a so little far. bit dull yeah i think it's better than last season but i'm calling this season like a transitional period you know yeah i think, I think that so too they're finding finally a good group of women except for jennifer honestly i don't get jennifer at all I wish Elizabeth like, Vargas was still here. Right? She needed right. a second season. Come on. Hello, right. she's part of a cult or she grew up in a cult or whatever. <laughs> like her fucking house, what she almost died. Yeah, she was, her house. Imagine that being hostage. filmed. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my God. That would like, have been I was like, uh, but Jennifer, it's like we I didn't even her uh, saw her on the last episode like I don't have any recollection of Jennifer yeah. on the last episode you know I don't either actually she's just kind of like and she she's tried like a robot. yeah and she tried with the whole storyline with the husband but it didn't I feel bad for her husband way. yeah you yeah. know it's like <laughs> like I, don't know. I feel like maybe she's the problem <laughs> I was like mm, I think that dog need a new home or something yeah you know? right <laughs> but um so the other thing I want to talk to you about is Below Deck Down Under. <laughs> that is, well, I won't even say anything. What are your initial thoughts? So I'm, I'm a huge fan of Below Deck, right? I watch the original. I watch um, Below Deck Meth. Mm-hmm. And the only one that I haven't watched is, is Sailing Yacht yet. Um, oh, skip season one. It was awful. Just go straight to season two. Yeah. Season two and season three are really great. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. But uh, it is confusing that they're airing at the same time because I'm like, I keep forgetting like who's on what boat. Too, and yeah. I'm like, hold on, so I have to like readjust every episode. But it's it's good. Yeah, I like. But it. something interesting is happening with Peacock is that they are bringing these shows like Miami and now yeah. Tech, which we know we are familiar, but they are putting their own spin, and I think that's. Yeah amazing you know um there are some seasons of below deck which sometimes can be a little bit boring Mm -hmm. because there is 
I mean, let's be honest. We watch reality because we want to watch the drama. You know, we want to see something funny or or dangerous or like fights or whatever happening. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and sometimes like they well because they're actually working. You know, and they have yeah. to portray to like whatever. Sometimes it gets a little bit boring, and I think with below uh, with down under they were like okay we're just gonna get messy guests we're gonna get a messy crew and we're gonna do this shit the fact that they put a hot captain who like just right there you know you know they captain know what Jason? they're doing yeah, yeah. Like, and he's single and this is the first below deck fr- franchise where the captain is actually hanging out with the crew with the crew And that to me is probably the biggest, like Captain Jason is everything. He, well, him and Aisha, they are down under, like they're the ones making this franchise. Yeah. Chef is scaring the shit out of me though. I think, oh my God. Like I I, I love uh, Chef Ben. I think that's one of my favorites. And also I like Rachel. (gasps) I I want to eat her food so bad. I it looks so good. I've never seen anyone complain about her food. No. Nothing. I think she might be the best chef. However, Marcos on Below Deck Sailing Yacht, he's mm-hmm. um, the new chef, and he seems really great, too. And he's easy on the eyes, and he's single. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely going to check that out now. <laughs> yeah, check out Below Deck Sailing. Um, it's I. The thing with Below Deck Sailing Yacht is that it's all about the boat manses. Like there's oh. a baby that came out of season two. Oh, wow. And season okay. three already, there's been three hookups, maybe four. I don't know. I can't. It's like, such a small boat. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And they're, I don't know, the below deck sailing yacht people are just really horny, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And also that's the thing, for example, because this is in Australia and Australians have a, a complete different sense of humor. I think it's more free, you know, yeah, like, they, they don't be, care yeah. about many things, you know. So yeah. I think I think it, that they're doing a great job. Um, the chef, like, I don't really get him too much, it's you know. Scaring I, me. It's scaring. And the fact that he's saying like, oh, I'm not going to take orders, you know, like they will eat whatever I do. I'm like, bitch, they're paying like. I don't know, $200,000. Like you have to do whatever they say. Oh my gosh. I know. I can't believe that. It's something he's, I don't know how old he is, but it might be just like a maturity thing. Yeah. And Aisha, I love Aisha. I like her a lot, <sighs> but I, I, if she's going to be a chiefs too, she needs to be also like a little bit more of a bitch. Yeah. You know, she needs to portray <laughs> a little bit more like bossiness a little bit. Yeah, you know, she doesn't she's have to be 100 nice. bitch, but she's too yeah. nice, and that could be worse for her in the future because then you lose respect from your uh, staff. You know? Yeah, I well, I feel like she's doing a really good job. I think she's doing a really good job, even communicating with the chef, even despite you know his pushback, his yeah. very hard pushback. So I feel bad. I hope like maybe the captain can help that situation because it's not good. He's like, did you see, did you see this week's episode? He's like torching this fish with like a tiny torch. And he's like, it's going to take how long it takes. Like, he's just a brat. 
Oh my god! It's like sulking, I can't take it. <laughs> but, oh I'm man! Ex- look, I think that I mean, and yeah. So Peacock is doing an amazing job. I think I don't know. They brought new producers, or they brought like a whole new thing, and it, it's keeping it fresh. And it's kind of like the same of what we knew, but completely fresh. Yeah. With Miami, they did an amazing job. Oh, like God. a great job with Miami. I love so, Miami. Miami. And you know better. that they're saying that Dallas is coming back on Peacock. Is it? So that's the rumor <laughs> out there. That I it's hope it's be- better. I don't know. I wasn't, I never even watched Dallas really until Tiffany Moon started. Cause I was trying to like, you know, represent and support my <laughs> a- fellow Asian, but, yeah. um, I didn't love it. And I don't know. I it's don't like, know. La- I that season it. is not the best one, but honestly, I used to love Dallas because it made me laugh so much. The Who were with- the best? Was it Leanne? No, I mean, Leanne was like, crazy the, the crazy oh. messy one you know <laughs> but the thing is like you know like the funny moments you know like brandy and stephanie together um even carrie duver uh even cameron when like when she finally like get loose yeah cameron's funny person. i like her he's funny deandra <laughs> is like like super oh, I like funny, you know yeah. so i like it because it was different and like every single episode i was laughing in the yeah you know, like, because it was so fun to watch. Um, but that last season with Tiffany and, like, everything that went down, that's probably the darkest season. From yeah. Now, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm curious that there is a lot of rumors. I have been talking to a lot of people saying that Dallas is definitely Ooh. coming back in Peacock. So and that's wow. a change from production company, you know, and, like, the whole thing. Is that official? Are we hearing this first from Real Andy? Of Beverly Hills? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't quote me, but I, I look. The speculation. We're allegedly speculation. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. But it, it's strong, and a lot of people that I have been talking about are hearing the same thing. Awesome. And but I don't know who's gonna be come back. Like so when Bravo, Bravo actually started filming season six of Dallas before mm-hmm. like pausing it, and actually the only ones who were going to come back was uh, Tiffany, Deandra, and Cameron yeah so uh i don't know if those three are gonna also come back if they do it with peacock but my my thing is like because miami was so good it will be interesting to see if peacock can also like change yeah i would love that i mean i love i just loved miami i loved everything how they did it just the whole production value i just i loved miami i think it's my currently my favorite franchise yeah it was very it used, good. I, well, yeah, it used to be Salt Lake, but I think Miami took. Number yeah. <laughs> same, <laughs> but same I want to thank you so much for joining me. Everyone, make sure you go check out and follow Andy at Real Andy BH on all social media. And don't forget to subscribe to his YouTube channel for all the latest tea going on and all of his hot takes. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Um, bye, everyone. Hope to see all of you again soon. (laughs) Before you head out, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, and check out the links in the episode description for more videos and podcast episodes. Thank you all for stopping by. Stay lit, fam. 